Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We bless the name Jesus. I was wondering how the song, because I didn't request for it. Sometimes I do that, but they were led to sing because of what God wants us to hear this morning. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus and his days on the earth, he was full of grace and truth. We, in fact, he was giving with the Spirit of God without measure. It simply means that the way God anointed Jesus was without restraint. In this life, let me score it. Everybody needs grace. Hallelujah. It is grace that will save you. And actually, it is grace that will enable you to be able to do anything that is worth pleasing the Lord. For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. I'm very mindful of that. And every preacher must be mindful of this truth. If God sends you his word, you speak exactly what he sends you to speak. For But this scripture is referring to Jesus when he said, For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God does not give the Spirit by measure. You see the capital H after for, and meant Jesus. Praise the Lord. So Jesus was not given with a small measure. And that's why Jesus walked in this life and did the things that he did. Praise the Lord. The second scripture that I want you to take note of that I just spoke about shortly before we pray and go into today's message is also found in John, John chapter 1 verse 14. John 1 14. John 1.14, Scripture says, Okay, I'm patient. Go on, John 1.14, I can read it myself. John chapter 1, verse number 14 says that, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Praise the Lord. In this life, may I say to you, you need grace. Say to your neighbor, you need grace. Hallelujah. 
If you take the grace of God for granted, you will be taken for granted by God. Every one of us needs grace. And that's what I want to share with you now. What the ambassadors sang about. God's condition for more grace. God's condition for more grace. We need grace, we understand. But if you want more grace, now listen to God's condition to receiving more grace from Him. Majority of us don't know that. But I pray that as this knowledge comes to us, we will grab it and open our hearts that we may receive grace in this life. You know, in heaven, Jesus didn't need grace because in heaven he was God. Hallelujah. But on the earth, he came in with grace and truth. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. We ask that, Lord, our eyes will open, our hearts will open, our ears will hear, so that we may not take your word for granted. In Jesus' name, we have prayed and everyone said, Ah, is that how I prayed? Yeah. Don't take the word of God for granted. Praise the Lord. I was not conscious of that. May you not take the word of God for granted. Amen and amen. Now listen to me carefully. It is grace that saves us. And if God helps you to grasp how and what you must do to get more grace, you will be a blessed man. Amen. In James chapter 4, now we go into it from verse 5 to 10. Listen to this. The Bible said, Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously, but he gives more grace. Can you shout more grace? He gives more grace. Therefore he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigher to God, and he will draw nigher to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Verse 10. Humble therefore yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Amen. You see, there is a part after a man has received Jesus... There, is a, there are certain things that when you do, you will attract God to give you more grace. Many people have been given with grace to be saved. But they are not worthy. Or they don't carry much 
to glorify God. But when you learn some things that when you do, it will let God turn on you to give you grace, your life will profit God. Hallelujah. The Bible said, do you think that the scripture says in vain? I want you to look at this portion carefully. God is telling us that anything that he has caused by his spirit to be written in his core Bible, it will never be in vain. For Bible says that his word will profit you. His word will profit me. His word will never return to him void. It will always accomplish the reason for which it has been sent. And so, please, if you have ever taken the word of God for granted, and taking the word of God for granted actually means you know, you have heard, but you refuse to obey. That is what it means to take the word of God for granted. You hear. Many people go to church. Many people sit down. But nothing moves them. They don't change by the word of God. The Holy Spirit can convict their hearts. And yet when they get out of this place. It means nothing to them. And that's what it means, taking the word of God for granted. So when I hear God say, you think the scripture says in vain, there is nothing that the scripture has said that will be in vain. Praise the Lord. The spirit who dwells in us yearns. Generously. The spirit of God that came to us because of receiving Christ. And if you are blessed to understand and you receive the Holy Spirit in addition. Oh my God. You are drawn closer to God. Hallelujah. What must I do? What must I do? To have more grace from the Lord. God's condition to more grace. What we are talking about. In the verse number 6. Sorry. But he gives more grace. Shout a, big, a bit more grace. So you, it will imprint on your heart. But he gives more grace. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. One of the things I want, must tell you this morning is this. When you hear God and you obey him, he will give you more grace. When you hear God, and you resist him. Even the little grace that he has for you. If you are not careful. It will be taken from you. People who have received more grace. 
they are very dangerous because when you temper with their lives, your life will be tempered with. So what must I do to receive more grace? The answer is in there. To be humble. You know, we have a very funny mentality. Majority of... In fact, our traditions have taught us the wrong things. When somebody is a very quiet person, doesn't talk very much, and then whenever you are talking to him, people think he is humble. The word of God does not teach that. A humble person is the one who, when he hears the word of God, he repents, changes his mind, and follows the word of God. That is a humble person. There are so many gentle people, but they are no gentle. Wait until you have tempted their gentleness. Then they will say that, see, my quietness didn't mean I'm a fool. I want to show you where power lies. May the Lord help our lives. So who is a humble man? A humble man is the one who, when he hears the word of God, he doesn't joke with it. The word of God has affected everything he does. A humble wife, a humble husband, is the one who, when he hears the word of God, he is very careful about everything he says or does. God's condition to giving you more grace is when you are humble. Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? There are some things... Let me state that this message is not we heard. It is a message of I am hearing for you and for me. Praise the Lord. I don't think I heard anyone responding. Praise the Lord. Let me say something from Matthew chapter 23, verse 11 and 12. There are prayers we pray that are not good. You cannot go to God and kneel down and tell the Lord this. I'm sure majority of us have done that before. I have done that before. But it doesn't work that way. Father, I'm praying, please humble me. It is a wrong prayer. I say so because it's the truth. You, you see, you don't pray to ask God to humble you. To be humbled is a decision a man takes. Praise the Lord. You decide... That I'm just going to be obedient to the word of the Lord by acting in it. You are a humble person. The scripture says that, but, are we there? Very good. The Bible says that, but he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whosoever exalts, uh, whoever exalts himself will be what? Humbled. And he who humbles himself will be what? Exalted. So, you cannot tell God, make me humble. You can rather decide to serve people and by that act, God will lift you up. Praise the Lord. Humility is not something you pray for. 
It is rather the hearing of the word of God that makes you act in humility. No, you know, serving people is not very easy. Jesus one day called the disciples and sat down and said, Sit down, I will wash your feet. I remember when we were in the school, we used to do that a lot. We will, Rem Macaulay introduced that in. And I remember that I was so uncomfortable because I felt that this is my big leg. Somebody has to wash it for me. I don't like it, but you have to go through. And then also, I don't know about other people, but some people's feet are quite wonderful. So we have to wash it. It was just an act to tell us that men ought to be humble. Jesus said, me being my master, if I have come that low to serve you, you also need to serve one another. So to be humble is not... To say it in prayer, but it's an act to the obedience of the word of God. So I pray that every one of us here will now learn to be humble. Amen. I hope you are coming along. The truth of the matter is that it's God's condition to give more grace. If you are not humble, you will not experience more grace from God. You will not. You can, you can fast. You can pray. You can do everything, but it will reach nowhere. But when you take the word of God, when he says, that serve one another, do this. Anytime you hear the word of God and it starts addressing you, and then you get up and you say, my God, Father, today you dial my number. You are, you, are, you are speaking to me. You get out of the church and go and do exactly what God is asking you to do. You are a humble man. I thought someone would say amen. Anyway, sometimes it requires like that. When the word is coming too direct, the amen is also a bit slow. I understand. But I see God say something tremendous here. And whoever exhausts himself will be humbled. I pray that you will never get to a position where God will bring you down. I pray that you will always walk in humility in such a way that God will lift you up. When God lifts a man up, no one can bring him down. I've seen too many things in my life to confirm that. And so I beg you, let's learn the secret of being humble. Honestly speaking, it's not a difficult thing. You don't do it by saying that I want to be humble, you act it. Because you know the word of God tells you, you do exactly what the word of God tells you. You know, people can sit in church, they can hear the word of God, and they can, instead of the word of God coming to bring correction for me to, oh God, today you are speaking to me, they would rather say, he is talking about me. How can he stand here and preach against me? How can I stand here and preach against you? Do I live with you? And if God doesn't love you, he will not talk your matter. For those who I love, I chastise. My sheep hear my voice and they know me. So if God blesses you and you can hear the voice of the Lord, and even if it is a rebuke, you just say, Lord, I receive, I thank you and repent. Is somebody hearing me? If you don't do that, 
It's not the best. So by the time you close your eyes and open, you will land on a land that you don't like. Humility is of God and it must be seen in our lives. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. He who the greatest among you should serve. Please start serving. If you're a husband, serve your wife. It doesn't take anything. You see, in our tradition, men ought to be saved. But it's not Bible. According to Ephesians uh, chapter 5, is it uh, 20, 21 or so? Each submitting one to the other. That's what the Bible says. And I'm the man. What I say rules. And if it is not in line, I beg you. Allow the word of God to have a free course. Praise the Lord. Man, are you with me? We have to obey the word of God. Hallelujah. I love, oh, so it's there. Submitting one to the other. Very, very important. I, I, I just, if Christ had not saved my life, I don't know what would have become of me, honestly speaking. I want you to see something from Luke chapter 18, verse 9 to 14, quickly, uh, as, because we will be entering into Thanksgiving service for Nanasa, for my boy, shortly, thanking God for his life. The Bible says something I want you to see. The Bible says that also he spoke this parable to some who trusted in, some, in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. I know there's a common saying. I better say this quickly. And hey, you people who even go to church, I'm far better than you. Who told you that you are far better than that? You can say it, but in the sight of God, you are not. Haven't you heard people say that? Hey, but the people who go to church, I'm far better. I don't do this. Please, righteousness and justification and judgments are from the Lord. So, when Jesus spoke the parable, he was very emphatic. Stay on the nine. He was very emphatic. Emphatic when he said, he spoke a parable to some who trusted in themselves. That word there, I fear. Trusted in themselves. Let me tell you something. When you trust yourself, you will do a lot of things that are contrary. Let me read it. It says that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee, another a tax collector. You know the tax collectors in those days, they collected bribe a lot like today. So people didn't like them at all. So the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. Do you know something I want you to take note of? From now, learn to be very careful. Whenever you go to God, don't start praying with yourself. (laughs) Because when you pray with yourself, you can sometimes pray wrong prayers. I read it. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. That's why I love for the Holy Ghost to help me. That's why I speak in tongues. Because when you speak in tongues, it's better. The Holy Ghost is aiding your prayer, according to Bible. For we do not know how we ought to pray, but the Spirit of the Lord helps our infirmity, and we groan according to His will. 
I've seen that many people pray wrong prayers. So I'm very careful about prayers. Especially when you are leading prayers. If you are not careful, you'll find yourself praying with yourself. So when the man was found out, you will see when you pray with yourself, you see how the, it goes. The Bible says that the man, the Pharisee stood up and he prayed thus with himself. God, I thank you. I can imagine his voice. I thank you. That I am not like the other man. Extortionist, unjust, adulteress, or even this tax collector. My God. I, <laughs> even this tax collector. I don't know what you would have done if you were praying with somebody in the person tenors. Lord, I thank you that me, <laughs> this man here, I'm sure you may stop and say, Hey, where? Me you okay me. But when you pray with yourself, you look at everybody else minus yourself. I don't think you heard that. When you pray with yourself, you are looking like everything. That's why today many people can go to all kinds of parks and prayers. And then, Lord, Lord, my money, that demon, that this, that witchcraft. If God be in you, who can be against you? If God is with you, and he who is in you is far greater. Before any demonic force will come, he must know who you are. That's why I'm not afraid. If I have to rebuke them, quick, 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 I do it. But I don't bring myself to the point of demon, demon, witchcraft, witchcraft. Those things, please stop. I'm not saying they are not there. Because you, have, you are far above them and they are under your feet. You believe that? Shout up again, man. The Pharisee was praying this prayer, number 12. Now he has to, when you pray with yourself, sometimes you see you are told that you should remind God, Lord, Lord, I pay my tithe. Your tithe, so what? You think God can be bribed? Lord, I'm, I need this baby, but Lord, I, you see, I pay my tithe every month. Lord, I give offering, I go to church. When you, that's why I said, watch how you pray. When you don't know God and you are praying, you will quote and tell him what you are doing right. That's praying with yourself. And that's what the man, I fast twice a week. I give tithe of all that I possess. Continue, please. And the tax collector standing far off would not so much as raise his eye to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Jesus now say, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified. Rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. You didn't catch it. 
God will lift you up when you humble yourself. God will give you favor when you humble yourself. God will do extraordinary for you when you humble yourself. In the whole world, everything has been made by God. Including human beings. God is great. But he can stop to pay attention on an individual who is moved by his word. Isaiah 66 verse 2. And I bring my message to a close. This for me is just an introduction. I didn't really have the time to preach the way I want to. But catch this. Can we all read this scripture? Please. One, two. For all those things, my. No, you didn't. Let's be loud and nice. One, two. For all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look on him who is poor. And of contrite spirit. When he says poor, that word there does not mean that you don't have couple. No. He, God is not saying poor as started. Poor in heart. You remember in Matthew he spoke about it. Blessed are the poor in heart. And so... I want us to know, brethren, how we can attract God to show us favor and to bless us is when we are clothed in the spirit of humility. And remember I said, we don't pray for such. We act. So whatever you hear, in fact, you see this scripture, the down portion says that And who trembles at my word. In other words, you are in church and you can see God speaking to you. You can hear clearly that this one, God is correcting my life. Don't be too arrogant to jump on the preacher. That's the problem I have. By the grace of God, I know by his grace, I am anointed to the extent that sometimes I preach things. That makes people think that somebody has told me something. Never do that. Those of us who know me all these years, you know that I say things that I was not there. Actually, it's not Dennis. It is because God wants you to hear. Praise the Lord. And so when you hear the word of God being preached from this place, and it affects you, repent and do something about it. For he who humbles himself will be exalted. And whoever lifts himself up by being angry as he sits down will be brought down. May the Lord bless his word to us today. In the name of Jesus Christ, may our hearts be melted. And may we seek to please God all the days of our lives. By being humble and acting and walking in the word of God. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen.
shortly, we want to thank God for the life of this, my wonderful son. Those of us who have been here for a long time, you'll see the mother will bring him. He will be in a wheelchair at the back and he'll be smiling. He had such a life. Yesterday when we celebrated his life, it was so wonderful. Um, He was 23 years old, we were told. Never spoke, but always full of smiles. A mother and the siblings, just and father, they loved him, they carried him. In fact, I remember one time, they were in um, the program we are going to have, The Young Suffering. Thank God for the parents. Thank God for the family. If such a child had been born somewhere else, the entire family would be blacklisted because of this. But they love the child till the end. You know, when I had to do a funeral for him and I was interacting with the Lord, I was so happy for one thing that Asafo has gone to heaven. He never offended anybody. He never had the chance to manifest evil. It's like a child who is born and dies. Those people don't go to hell. There's a special place for them in heaven, if you know the word of God. That for those who grow and become reasonable, and they reject the Lord Jesus. They will never enter heaven. And disobeys the word of God will never enter heaven. And so we want to thank God for his life. I invite Reverend Jackson to do that for us. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> 